0: The question that I want to start with is about cultural knowledge, which is a thing that varies a lot in our society. Like even the cultures vary and the amount of knowledge everyone has of their own culture varies widely. (laughs) Uh Uh, But I feel kind of comfortable saying that there's like uh, an over culture in our generation and society, in the like at the country level, uh, th- like that, that, that has that has lost something basic in the mm-hmm. human spirit and history, and you know, under culture, if you will, in its relationship with plants, with the natural world at large, but, but with, but with, uh, the plants that surround us at all times and feed us everything and give us all the air we breathe. People have objectified them or become, they just, they just don't, they don't understand anything about them. They don't know the difference between them. Um, it's a big, a big problem with many other manifestations than this, but, uh, that's how I feel about it. I wonder if that's how you feel about it. And I wonder what, uh, you think happened there? What, or, 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 or just anything about how we got into this mess given how much plants used to be part of everyone's life all the time?
1: You just made my brain do so many things at once and I'm trying to corral. Um, <laughs> so I agree with you. I also think that there is a desire brewing to meet the plants partly out of like a climate grief Mm -hmm. feeling Um, and a a sense that something is wrong. Mm. Um, That feels like a strong current because of my little internet bubble and the work that I do. Mm. I don't think it's as widespread as I get to feel week in and week out. Mm. Um, But I think that something that came to mind when you were saying that is like, there is um, an herbalist whose name is escaping me right now who talks about, I, th- I think it's Paul Bergner, but he talks about like a, it's not that we um, necessarily have as many illnesses as we think we do in terms of like a, the body is broken, but rather that we have a green deficiency, mm. that there used to be so many more, not just plants, but wild plants in our diet. Like the variety has just Mm. reduce significantly and then there's of course there's like the issue of factory farming depleting the soil of basic nutrients and the way that that's harming the land um and there's so many more other complicating factors but i also think about seasonality like i i think about the fact that it's um if i want i can have and this is the classic example i can have strawberries any time of year Mm. that i want Mm -hmm. and that is amazing it's also really messed up. Mm -hmm. And it also means it's not exciting when strawberries come into season. Like there is Mm -hmm. a I mean, not everybody can have strawberries all year round because they're really expensive. But there is this feeling of like, there it has no sense of time anymore. Mm -hmm. And we demand everything is always available and always the same and predictable in that way and i think that that removes us so much from the cycles of nature which also gets us out of step with relationship Mm -hmm. with nature even though we are also nature um so those are the first things that come to mind when you describe that but I'm happy to say more about any of them and also like answer part of the question I didn't answer.
0: Well, now you've got me thinking about time and space and other (laughs) stuff that we like to talk about. And I'm very tempted to go there, but I don't want to yet. uh, If at all the, 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 (laughs) because uh, the ground is my concern here. Mm -hmm. And, and, and I, I, I think the now as we both know full well, like that's just a matter of, perspective or like where you're sure. looking at the moment. But, but the, the, this thing about seasonality feels deeply about what, whatever I'm asking about. It's, it's yeah. like, it, it's, it's, there's something about the relationship with time that feels like it is having effects on the ground in ways that mm-hmm. are concerning and like, um, you know, c- cycles of time, holidays, changes of season, like all these, all these sort of cultural things. Uh, mm-hmm. that that we all have different histories of and that people have varying relationships relationships too. I mean, I think there is though a common thread amongst cultures and peoples in our generation that like people are losing touch with these ways, and that there are so many layers of like abstraction and disassociation from outside uh, that sort of take away that the senses that are involved in 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 keeping track of this and like the changing of the flora of the environment is like one of the most obvious signs isn't it
1: and like how can like who who does it benefit that we can't keep track of the changes Yeah, you know, um, and people who are farming do notice right. people who are gardeners notice that like certain plants aren't coming back the same way mm-hmm. or they're they're not they don't have time to bloom because they're scorched so quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, But I. I think that in some ways it's it's more painful to be in touch right now. Mm. But I think it's a pain that feels um it's like it's the same problem of like deciding to make friends like you're you're more likely to get um you're risking being hurt or disappointed Mm -hmm. but to not do it is to continue to stay alienated and to Mm -hmm. feel that blankness Mm -hmm. and so but i do want to say like if you do try to reach out to our plant kin when they are ripped up when like the field you have like this little plot of land that you've learned to love like around the corner from your house like and it gets you know plowed for construction or something it's really painful and into mm-hmm. and, and to love plants and notice that like they're changing they're 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 not able to withstand in certain ways mm-hmm. is also really painful but i i think it's it's a pain um it's a necessary pain mm-hmm. It's also really beautiful
0: mm-hmm. the 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 part of your first response that this brings back to me that i that I really want to get into because as painful it is, as it is, it's also beautiful, and it's like the sign of optimism for me uh, is the something's wrong part that people that that the widespread recognition that something's wrong. I mean it doesn't take a super spiritual genius to like go outside on the 40th 120 degree day in a row and realize something's wrong but like the 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 way I do I agree completely that like the way that this is showing up f- to people all around me all the time is like getting more and more like minute and detailed and sensitive and I think maybe the pain is part of it. It's like you cannot help at a certain point, but feel like unhealthy Mm -hmm. in the conditions that we're in and, Mm -hmm. and the, the signs of health of the whole land environment are shown on the bushes and trees and grass and other, you know, suburban plants Mm -hmm. all around you. But also something else I've noticed is I I do I do a lot of the sort of morning outside jobs at my house like getting the chicken eggs, uh, taking out the trash. That's what I was doing this morning. I actually, I did both of those things this morning. The 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 something I noticed in the summertime, like right now, because I do these things very early so that it can be done in, at all, uh, is that the the we have a gravel driveway and it's like completely overrun. Like the, there's just like weeds and stuff, just like six inches high coming out of it. it. Like it's like wading through a, it's like you wouldn't, you would think that you were in the forest. You wouldn't know that there was like gravel under there. And I have to do stuff like pull out tall weeds around the air conditioners and stuff to make sure it's all working. And, uh, I grew up here and I lived in a lot of different places and I moved back here and it was like always hot in the summer here, but I didn't, I don't think I felt like I lived in the jungle <laughs> when mm-hmm. I was a kid you know, and as weird and scary as that is, it also feels like there's this profusion of new life. It's strange life that isn't, that doesn't feel normal to me, but it's undeniable and it's all around. And, and so, uh, you know, I don't know if there's a question in there per se. It's just like people are changing. Things are changing around people. It's causing people to change is, 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 do you see, do you, okay, here's the question. Do you see the light, our plant kin, the life, the life around us helping us rather than suffering at our hand, you know?
1: Yeah. I think that there's some climate crisis language that makes sense, but always kind of irks me. Let's like, we have to save the earth, uh-huh which feels a lot like the mentality that got us here in the first place uh-huh. is like this separateness. And all. And I, I mean like, yes, we should do some things. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I think also um, there is a, um, like what have we actually been failing to do? And I think it's like, listen and watch and let these beings teach us some things. Um, and there's so much brilliance among plants on how to differently collaborate and create community and share resources and be inventive in this state of emergency you know, and I also think when you're describing your like the jungle of the the gravel, mm-hmm. I'm also thinking about invasive species mm-hmm. who are huge problems, and also they're fascinating yeah. like A lot of them show up in place, this isn't true for all of them, but some of them show up in places where the soil is actually messed up and Mm -hmm. it's not able, like it's not actually a great place for other plants to grow. Mm -hmm. And some of them are like nitrogen fixers. They like do stuff to improve the space. And it's like we want to rush in and I, and I, this is a complicated topic. So like this is, there's some serious tending that should go on around invasive species. And also, um, I think one thing that humans in this particular like country level over culture thing, and this is this is white supremacy, this is colonialism, this mm-hmm. is many things, the time scale issue mm-hmm. of like we have to fix this right now. Mm-hmm. Um and I, I believe in that urgency and I also think one of the ways to do that is to also slow down, mm-hmm. like slow down everything. Um and part of that slowing down is like noticing what these plants are up to like how are they responding and how can we like it's kind of like whenever you enter into like a political space something that might be worth doing is noticing who's already doing the work
0: mm, mm-hmm.
1: before you jump in with your great idea yeah. that you j- when you just showed up to the party you know yes, yes. um and i think that that's similar across species
0: mm. as like a a project to do too mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. Orcas included. <laughs> yeah, they 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 know what's been going on in the mm-hmm. oceans by now. They've been they've been observing and studying, and so now they're they're asserting yeah. their own point of view.
1: And there are some people who've been paying more attention for longer mm-hmm. than us too, who are worth paying attention to. Yes. So there's like a whole, you know, there's there are lots of um, we don't. I think part of the hope is we don't have to start from nothing. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of work already happening across, in our own. Human kin and also across species, as I said. So mm-hmm. um, that's actually really exciting and good news yes. amid all of this.
0: Yes. Okay. Th- th- this is kind of zoomed out, mm-hmm. and it, and sort of like where I imagine a lot of conversations about this kind of thing these days end. I want to I want to take it back from there to. Uh, like, let's just take it as given now that like global consciousness of a lot of things is part of whatever the work is that we're talking about. Sure. What are, what are some practices that you find, not just practices that you find supportive in like one's relationship with the, their natural environment, but like what's taking root? What, are, what is making sense to people these days in your work? that is helping people figure out what that thing is that's wrong and and heal it and work on it
1: um your driveway Mm -hmm. the localness of that the hyper localness of it Mm -hmm. um which is not about like don't care what's happening in other parts of the world that's not it at all but i think like a plant being rooted and noticing if, if it all feels too big, and it is, and frankly, individual people, we know this story, like it, there's a lot of other people, there's like big corporations that need to make some moves. Yes. Um, but I, I think for like individual people just like living here right now, part of this is um, what plants are around you?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And you don't have to live in like a rural place for that to be a question. I have lived mostly in cities. Mm -hmm. How are those plants doing? What are like the really local, maybe not very sexy concerns about the environment and the seasons like within, you know, a few neighborhoods of you? Mm -hmm. I think that that is more difficult because it's immediate and therefore more demanding in a way, but it also feels like it is a medicine for helplessness. Mm -hmm. And literally just sitting with a plant that you like on the regular Mm -hmm. is also that medicine. Mm -hmm. Um, Practicing other than human listening. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I have a, there's a hemlock tree in my backyard And it's sick because of a, um, there's like an insect related local issue with the hemlock trees. And I was really sad when I realized how sick it was and I spent time with it. And when I listened, I realized I was projecting so much fear onto the tree and the tree was like, I'm still able to put out more needles like i'm okay Mm. like this is i know how to do this Mm -hmm. and that was such a wake-up call for me um and made me realize that like how much um staying really curious is a crucial part of hope
0: Mm. Mm. can you talk about sitting, which is the action that you just gave as a, as a choice of verb a yeah. little bit, what does that, what does that really feel like and look like?
1: Yeah. I'm glad you said that. Cause I don't always sit. Mm. Um, a lot of times I'm standing mm-hmm. close by walking near thinking about tending and I should say, I'm not like this huge gardener. Like mm-hmm. I don't have like this big garden. I don't have tons and tons of pots and containers. I think I have four mm-hmm. and they're not big. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a couple of bits of land around me. None of them are particularly pristine or or wild. They're just sort of parks. Mm. And there are specific plant beings that I really, really love in those spaces. Um, and so it's visiting. But to get a little bit more specific it's attention Mm -hmm. it's time spent and it's also like it even now sometimes it's about like getting through the first awkward bits of sitting with a non-human which I also feel with humans um (laughs) but like getting through the first bits of like working through the part of uh um, I don't know if it's mind, but I'll say part of the mind that is like, this is silly. Mm. This is just, any message is just your imagination. Any any kind of clarity you come to is just from simply slowing down and sitting with anything. Like this isn't about a being you're with. It's mm. Sort of like the um, the materialist that's still... Lives inside of me, Mm -hmm, you know, that mm -hmm. still hangs out, even Mm -hmm. though it has been cornered off in many ways. Um, And so that's a
0: lot of what it looks like, too, is like trust.